Hello, are you ready to dive into a world of captivating conversations and insightful perspectives with Leap Listens? I'm Sarah and I'm joined by my co-host Roger. Hello. And together we'll be your guides through our third podcast series. Leap Listens is proudly presented by Leap Create, a dynamic people communications agency that partners with organizations to communicate their unique culture and values. Check us out at leapcreate.co.uk. So join us as we explore the latest trends, share success stories and uncover the secrets of effective communications in the workplace in just 15 minutes or maybe a little bit more. Today we're joined by Holly Edwards, an employer branding specialist. We're going to be navigating the challenges of employer branding in a well-established company. Welcome to the podcast, Holly. Thank you for having me. So Holly, tell us about you and your work in employer branding. Of course. So I've worked in employer branding for the last four years. And previous to that, I had about seven years experience in in-house talent acquisition teams. So I fell into employer branding through passion, really identifying ways that I could get involved in projects on, on the side of my, my talent acquisition job, which led on to the creation of a employer brand function within the company. Started more on a content creation type role and then very quickly moved into the role that I do today, which is leading the employer brand team, getting involved in wearing many hats that we do in employer branding from strategy and planning through to marketing, branding, careers, website building, all of that good stuff in between. Excellent. We hear that a lot, don't we? The many hats of an employer branding specialist. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we do. So Holly, you work for a um, a well-known company. Um, How does that impact your approach to employer branding? It, it really does impact approach. I think a lot could, a lot of people could make an assumption that it makes the job easier. And actually, I, I tell a lot of people that that's certainly not the case. You need to be really, really conscious that make no assumptions. Yes, you might be a well-known brand through your products, your services, what you sell. But at the end of the day, that isn't the essence of your employer brand and who you are and what it's like to be a part of your company and the candidate and colleague experience. So it really does impact my approach to employer branding. It's really important to make sure that you don't think that you're well known to all of your talent. You are going to be attracting so many different candidate personas and you might be well known to some, you might be well known to all, but you might be well known for reasons that you need to really do more of a convincing job. So it's really important that you make no assumptions. You don't think it's an easy job and you really are conscious of the challenge that, you know, all employer brand professionals face of that, that job to really portray your business and the essence of what it's like to work at your company rather than relying on a consumer brand that doesn't do that for you. That is really interesting that you say that, Holly, because I, I wrestled with this a lot. As you can imagine, we get briefs to work on employer branding jobs. And I often wondered if a brand is well known, you just think, oh, well, how much impact does the employer brand really have? If you're such a well-known company, do people just take all their assumptions about that that brand as a brand and apply them to what the employer experience is like? And it's interesting to hear you say that you can't really do that and you shouldn't do that. There will be elements where it absolutely works in in your favour and you can really leverage that, but it's not going to work across all parts of your your colleague experience and also all the, the areas that you're trying to attract talent. If you really focus on understanding your candidates, uh, being open to really 
listening to what candidates and colleagues are saying about you, then actually that's going to enable you to be far more strategic in your approach rather than a broad brush approach that you could potentially end up having where you just kind of focus on what you think the strength of your brand is rather than really understanding what what's important to candidates. Yeah. So what are the, some of the challenges you would say that you face when promoting your employer brand within a large organisation? I think awareness is probably a really unique challenge and two sides to the coin of that, really. So awareness, you've probably got a, a large proportion of people being aware of you, but that could work for and against you. So, you know, if you're not really conveying the essence of your employer brand, who you are, where you want to be going, that journey that you're on and that part that, you know, you your candidates can play and your colleagues can play in that, you create a bit of a problem. So you could end up having so many people aware of your brand, not really sort of having the affinity to it, but awareness that they just apply and they're not really totally clear on that, you know, if the company's right for them and you're right for what they're looking for. And that can obviously then create huge issues for talent acquisition teams, managing high volumes of applications, having human connections make that harder with, you know, not having the time and ability to, to create that. But the awareness then of also people are aware and those perceptions could be the ones that maybe you're a wrong or not necessarily wrong. Maybe, you know, they've been formed in some way. And at the end of the day, your employer brand is your reputation. But what I mean by that is people could have perceptions of you that will be blocking them from, from even considering you because they've grown up with perceptions or, you know, sort of form perceptions over a period of time that are going to be that bit more challenging to, to get in front of them and, and really sort of show them that actually you are the right company for them they could play an incredible role in your your company and yeah a bit twofold from a it could work in your favor and be attractive to thousands of people but that might cause a bit of an issue and then you're not getting in front of the talent that maybe have some perceptions of you that you're not the right fit for them and they're not the right fit for you yeah so i can imagine for like customer services teams that they're quite easy to to hire like the retail staff but when it comes to some more technical roles or like you say the perception is are you a right fit for, for me so yeah and I think it's really understanding you know what resonates and how you can convey yes you know people will be more aware of your consumer brand or the products or the services that you sell and you could use that to your advantage to really understand okay what's important to those candidates that might not be aware of you and how you can really translate that into meaningful opportunities for them to be a part of that there will be parts where you know you might have a bit of an easier job to attract but i will never ever assume that the job's done or the job is easy because complacency is never a good place to be so you've talked about how you have a challenge sometimes which is that people have got assumptions about your brand and you're countering some of those through the employer brand experience but at the same time i guess you need to ensure that those people are still aligning to the overall brand and, and value. So how do you, you make sure that that happens, that your company's employer brand aligns to the overall brand image and values? Incredibly important to re remain aligned, but understanding the differences of where your consumer brand and corporate brand plays in and when your employer brand plays in. But 
I think it's absolutely essential that you have really strong partnership and working relationships with your internal marketing, comms, PR teams, needing to know what other messages are going externally will be incredibly important. So you know sort of the landscape that you're communicating in and being incredibly aligned in all kind of touch points that are going to be representing your brand. So I, I would say having that two-way relationship with your internal teams is going to be incredibly important to be successful. And in your experience of companies that you've worked in, have you found that those internal teams have taken employer brand seriously as a thing? It's been a journey. It definitely has been a journey. And I think a lot of um, people will will say that. We've made some excellent progress and now it's definitely the importance of employer branding is is understood. It's at the forefront. Employer branding is new to a lot of people in you know like the last kind of five, 10 years. So it's about relating that return on investment to how that plays into the bigger picture of the company, its success, its corporate brand, its consumer brand. Yeah, incredibly important. And we've moved it on and those two-way relationships are really really important now i feel like people deal with it like social media was like 10 15 years ago where now obviously it's a, a major thing in in your marketing strategy but when i was working in marketing years ago it was just one person managing the facebook account and you know with employer branding it's, it feels like mm. that's a sort of a similar sort of thing in terms of now it's so much more important and you know the c-suite need to place a lot more emphasis and effort and invest in this area yeah i think there was definitely a time when it sometimes felt like hr playing at marketing and particularly as um, budgets are obviously different and genuinely you just i think it was always the case as well that if you were presented with some brand guidelines for a big company quite often there was nothing at all about the employer brand or how to handle anything to do with recruitment or marketing and now that's kind of very much changing so uh, or has changed so that's good what strategies holly have you found to be most effective when you're promoting your employer brand definitely user generated content our colleagues are absolutely the the power that i found to promoting our employer brand as we all know it's far more authentic it also helps with facing into some some preconceived ideas that people might have about you and seeing that authenticity through a colleague voice really helps break down those barriers. We know as well authenticity and, and seeing colleagues and their experiences really plays into a lot of big priorities for, for companies and businesses as well, like inclusion and diversity and seeing people you know, sort of in roles and in your company, people need to see to believe. So what I found the most successful is, is colleague generated content, colleague viewpoint, colleague advocacy. So yeah, really harnessing our, our colleague voices has been a really important strategy and, and tactic for us. We recently did an event and this topic of employee advocacy and how far do you go to get your employees to you know, talk about your company and how how better it is when that is authentic but there is a big difference isn't there between just a picture of someone that works there and a quote next to them that they may or may not have said and someone who off their own back talks about the business in in a very authentic way so how do you help facilitate that without just if you like forcing it so I think it's really important to know that there'll be varying levels of, 
of comfort in you know sort of how people feel comfortable in in doing that so by again not providing a broad brush approach and and offering that kind of tailored approach to supporting colleagues to enable them to do that so it's really important to not be prescriptive but offer guidance where where it's needed so you know kind of creating some some short guides or insights are incredibly useful to give some ideas to people of where they might feel more comfortable in kind of dipping their toe in the water to share their their viewpoint and their experience. Some people just feel incredibly comfortable and confident in doing so, but, you know, allowing them to be authentic about their experience, what that means and how, how that's made them feel their experience being part of the company. So again, not a broad brush approach. Don't assume that everyone feels confident in playing that same role and offering some guidance that will help enable more to feel comfortable in doing so. And have there been particular platforms that you found to be most effective or do you let people be authentic on whatever platform they want to be? We have found probably the most success in LinkedIn. We've found a lot of success as well in finding opportunities where colleagues can really get behind, whether that be hashtag, for example, and feeling really empowered about the meaning behind that hashtag and using it in in their posts. Um, But do we prefer one platform over the other? No, because we know that People have their own preferences and it will be attracting all the different audiences that that we want to be attracting. So, yes, success across all. But if I had to pick one, we've seen a lot of success on LinkedIn. So finally, Holly, what advice would you give to other employer branding specialists who are working with in a large, well-established company? I would say never assume that's the worst thing that you could do that um, you know what your employer brand is because you've got a really strong consumer or corporate brand. Really get to understand the essence of your employer brand and you know what potential challenges that might face. And then, you know, look at the bigger picture of all of the the candidate personas and the talent that you're trying to attract and what that means to them. So never assume your colleague voice and the power that they can play in promoting and sharing your employer brand. And then finally being really connected with your internal teams, your comms teams, your PR teams, your marketing teams, building really great effective relationships with them would be a great step. That's great advice. Now, one of the things that we always do at the end is just ask people about their top reads and listens so far for the year. Can I go slightly off track and say a film that I watched recently? Fantastic. That's the first one. like that. The film Air, which is the story of Sonny Vaccaro, the Nike marketing executive. So appreciate this is a fictionalised account of the story, but I still think there's some excellent nuggets in there. And it's the well-known story of how he got Michael Jordan to sign on to the Nike brand and create the Air Jordan brand as we know it today. And it was really well known that he didn't want to sign with Nike, had some preconceived ideas about who Nike were and wasn't interested and was going to sign with Adidas. And Sonny done an excellent job at convincing Michael and the and the Jordan family of the realities, the, the commitment. It was more than just a contract. 
it was going to be a, a journey and they were going to create a legacy. And in the film, there were all these like shiny marketing, glossy adverts that did not convince at all when it was the real authentic story that Sonny shared with Michael that now created the story that we know today where, you know, he became the most successful sports star, a really successful company, Nike, and that Air Jordan brand that we all know today. So yeah, I thought it was really quite a, a prominent story of a brand, a preconceived idea and how he managed to convince him otherwise. Excellent. Mm, I look forward great. to seeing that. Well, thank you, Holly, so much for that. That was really interesting talking to you. And I think there's definitely some great advice for other employer branding specialists. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. For more expert insights, check out our other bite-sized episodes, perfect for micro learners and those with a short attention span, just like me. And if you're in employer branding and recruitment marketing, you might be interested in our monthly EB meetups. Just search EB Meetup on LinkedIn and join our community. For anything else, contact us via leapcreate.co.uk. See you next time.